And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 25th edition, 15-game loaded, 15-game MLB DFS slate for your Friday to head into the weekend. Um, I told you Thursday would be rough. The, the day slate was okay. It was okay. The night slate was just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But could go wrong, did go wrong. When Derek Collins shuts down a team that has some guys that hit lefties quite well, that was just like, yep, that's how it's going to go. And then Martin Perez told you he wasn't a he was a punt option, but he shut down the Angels. That was rather surprising. It was just one of those nights. Chris Sale sh- smoked by Cleveland. Uh, I, I did tell you the least there was warning there. It's just it was one of those nights. Let's move on to Friday. Uh, your totals on the night. Cubs, Phillies, nine. Mets, Nationals are waiting on a total there. Mariners, Yankees, nine and a half. Twins, Jays, nine and a half. Orioles, Red Sox, ten. Royals, Indians, nine and a half. Pirates, Reds, nine and a half. Padres, Marlins, eight and a half. Rockies, Braves, nine. Tigers, White Sox, eight and a half. Rays, Cardinals, nine. Giants, D-backs, nine. Rangers, A's, uh, we're waiting on a total there. Astros, Angels, nine. Brewers, Dodgers, eight. As you can tell, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of the 13 totals that are currently available are nine or higher. Yep, yep, yep. It's that time of the year. And we have a lot of high-priced pitching options, so let's break it down again. Uh, DraftKings is being very consistent by pricing up the quote-unquote aces on the slate and really making you... Make up your mind. Do you want to pay? Do you not want to pay? We have five more over 10K again tonight. There's three I'll be looking at. And it starts off with the man on top, Zach Greinke, 12,600 at home against the San Francisco Giants. Greinke at home has been a beast this year. We're talking a 2-3-4 ERA, averaging 25.2 DraftKings points per start. He has 112 strikeouts and 92 and a third innings pitched. Recent home starts against Houston, 32.8. Dodgers, 20.2. Braves, 27. Reds, 30.8. Colorado, 30. Phillies, 19.7. He had 5, 9, 6, uh, 12. If I can scan my stupid mouse. 5, 7 strikeouts on all of those starts. Facing a San Francisco Giants team with an offense that is just bad at baseball. You got Granky. Um, and he's not on the list. There he is. Giant strikeout on the season less than 20% of the time. Like always a lot more with the team they have now with all those youngsters. Granky striking on over 28%. Ground ball rate over 47%. Doesn't walk anyway. Giants 369 total. Lefty's 296. Righty's 303. Uh, yeah. Everything points in a great, great spot for the Gigantes. Um, it's a high, high price. I get it. Um, but Greinke, it's one of the better spots you'll see. If you want to pay up, he's worth the price. If not, there's more options down below. And one I do like a lot, if you don't want to pay for Greinke, you can save $700. You get Justin Verlander at the Chicago White Sox for eleven nine. Now, I do know Verlander is a little worse, like a lot worse. 524 yard compared to 276 on the road than at home. But he also has 87 Ks and 77 a third, which helps him out. He's faced the White Sox twice this year. Averaging 15.3 points per start. But of late, he has just been filthy. His recent road starts at Texas 14-7, at Baltimore 
at the Royals, 23-6 at Cleveland for 19. Uh, and then a bunch of home starts where he just looked outstanding of late. Pitching really, really, really well. Uh, he's averaging 20.6 points a game in his last 10 games. The White Sox, we saw they got some runs off Barrios late, but Barrios still had, I think, double-digit Ks or really close to it, which led to a good night. Um, Lurie Garcia and Yoan Moncada left with injuries last night, which would make that lineup even worse. Verlander, they, they strike out 22.6% of the time versus righties. Verlander striking out 23%. Uh, the walks are close to 10%, which is not ideal. Ground ball rate's low, which is not ideal. So he's, he does run into problems from time to time. And that's why he's probably worse on, on the road than at home because he's got a great pitching ballpark at home. But the White Sox have the fourth lowest total, are tied for third lowest at 396. Lefty's 282, righty's 293. The Woba is barely average. They do have a decent ISO. So the White Sox bring power to the plate, but not much else. Um, Verlander has the opportunity for a ton of strikeouts and a depleted lineup without Moncada and Garcia and everybody else they've traded. It's a very, very nice spot at 11-9. I will be looking at Verlander. He'll probably be... I really, really, really like Granky, but if for some reason I can't fit him the way I want to with the bats or I just want to save some money... Verlander at 11-9 is definitely on the list. A play I do like as well is Jose Quintana at 11-6. A lot of people are going to overlook him, I have a feeling, because you got DeGrom for 100 more, or you can pay up for Verlander for 300 more or just go down. Quintana's 11-6. I know it's steep for him, but uh, he's been really, really good. 25.9 his last time out, and he was 12K then. 15-3 prior to that. He was struggling a bit, but then when he first came over, to the Cubs, 20-plus point games, bang, 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 left and right. Facing a Phillies team that sure has power against lefties, but um, they have the 24th worst RC Plus in baseball at 84 against lefties. They do have that 171 ISO I talked about. Quintana, since... Uh, Coming over to the Cubs, 27.2% K rate, 47% ground ball rate, ERA of 373. He's been very, very good. There is power from, you know, Reese Hoskins, our boy. He'll be in play tonight for sure. And there's other guys that can't hit it, but as a whole, they don't put the big innings together very often. Um, when you're looking at Quintana, the Phillies strike out 20.6% of the time versus lefties. I mentioned his K rate since coming over from the Cubs, that ground ball rate. Everything is just really, really nice. Phillies team total of 415, lefties 274, righties only 308 versus Quintana. So if he can keep it in the park, he's going to shut them down and get some heavy strikeout numbers. He makes for a very intriguing GPP play at 11 6. Uh, the Phillies will be nice, you know, maybe mini stack, if not, uh, you know, a bunch of one offs here and there. They lit up again yesterday against uh, the Marlins. They've been hitting good with these kids, but they also have a lot of down days because these kids strike out a lot. So, Quintana at 11-6, very much worth an option. So, up top, you got the three plays. Granky, Verlander, Quintana. I'll rank them Verlander, Granky, Quintana. One, two, three. Let's dip down to the eights and sevens. We got the likes of, oh, if you don't want to pay up, this is the area to target maybe with some punts or the punts with the big bat, with the big arm. This way, you can still get some of the bats in your lineup. But the cheaper you go, obviously... You're going to load up. So we go Chase Anderson, $8,400 at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Anderson cut making his return from the DL because prior to that, he was outstanding. Minus a hiccup in Cincinnati, 
17 to the third, uh, one or 17.1 at Coors, 24 5, 18 2, 24 5, 25, 31, 39.4. The dude was dealing. Absolutely dealing. Hopefully he's good to go. Averaging 15.1 points per game on the year at home. That's, has a sub-3 ERA in the season. Chase frickin' Anderson having a season. And the Dodgers strike out over 22% of the time versus righties. Anderson striking out over 23.4%. Swinging strike rate at 10.6. Those are a lot of fastballs. So he's got to locate because they do have some big bats, obviously, on those Doyers teams. But they've been cold. Maybe return home is what they're looking for. But we've been targeting them. It's been working. With our boy Trevor Williams the other night, eight shutout innings. Um, lots to like with the way the Dodgers bats have slumped, but we knew, we know they do have talent to break out at any moment. But no Bellinger is huge. Maybe he comes back today. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But they have a uh, 4-4-9 total. Lefties 281, righties 363. So it's a reverse splits thing. So even all those lefties in the lineups, Chase usually does well against. For 8400 bucks. He's got really good upside. He's got like Quintana upside, and you're going to save $3,200. Quintana has a tremendously better matchup. That's why he's priced up for the most part, among other things. But um, Chase Anderson at 84, definitely on my list of guys to target. Next up, J.A. Happ, 8100 bucks. He'll be a lot more popular tonight since the Twins couldn't hit Derek Holland. But I would have been looking at him anyways at least. Um his last two home starts against Pittsburgh, 27-3. Against the Yankees, 20. He had a road start in Chicago, 33-6. Um, he's been double digits five straight times, 11 or more in those five. At home, uh, that's a small sample. But uh, he's been very, very good. We saw what the Twins did yesterday, which was just embarrassing. If you're that, that That's just bad. Uh, they strike out about 20% of the time versus lefties. Half's got a 23% K rate, ground ball rate close to 46%, low hard contact. Good things there for Happy. Might give up one to Dozier or somebody in that regard. The Twins have a 4-3-4 total, one of the lower ones on the slate. Lefties 279, righties 302. So for 8100 bucks, you have some pretty good upside. And if he gets blown up, you saved another again, you're saving three grand or more on those big arms. This is why. You know, if, if you want to risk but still not risk all your money, you look in this range, you don't pay up. It's just the, the poisons you want to make. And a lot of guys are starting to talk about not paying up, so that's why I look to possibly pay up for ownership-wise. Because, you know, if a guy like Granky, the reason why those guys are priced up, Granky, Verlander, they have 30, 35-plus point upside because of their K rates. We've seen them throw complete game shutouts. Things these lower guys don't do that often. They do... Once in a blue moon, but the guys up top do it way, way more often. That's why that, the matchup, the track history, the pedigree, the likelihood of people to acknowledge that they are aces, that's a lot of the pricing right now. Uh, after J.A. Happ, we got Colin McHugh at $7,800 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. McHugh has developed one heck of a slider since his return from the DL, and he's been very, very good. Um... 18.7 against the A's at Arizona for 16. Did struggle at the White Sox. Tampa Bay, 19-3. Detroit, 22-5. Baltimore's first start off the DL, 6.3. So, since that first start against Baltimore, he's been money minus one start at Chicago. He is facing the Angels, who don't strike out a ton. But they do strike out close to 20% of the time. Uh, McHugh's developed a 12.1% swinging strike rate. Not a great ground ball rate at all. Um... Angels just not a good offense as a whole. 4-4-9 team total. Lefties 348, righties 331. 
Again, the upside's there for a much cheaper price tag with McHugh at 78, so he will definitely be on my radar. Good pitcher's ballpark as well in Anaheim. And last but not least in this price range, this might be the best quote-unquote value in this price range with upside, is Michael Walker. We know he's had his blow-ups from time to time. Uh, he had one his last start out. Like, there's no sugarcoat in that. It was at Pittsburgh. Got beat up. He had four runs prior to that. And starting against Atlanta, he's got back-to-back negative point, negative point two, negative point four outings. Prior to that, 16-7 at Kansas City, 12-2 at Milwaukee. But then home start, Arizona 25-1. Home start, Miami 25-4. Washington 32-5. Cincinnati 21-9. Been very, very good at home this year. Uh, and he's facing a Tampa Bay team who, obviously, we say it every single day, strikes out a ton. Um, 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They have a 289 Woba in August, which is horrible. Worst in all of baseball in all of August. That power juggernaut offense that we loved, they still run into some from time to time. A couple games ago, I think they scored four or five runs, hit three homers. For the most part, it is dud after dud after dud. It's a decent pitching ballpark in St. Louis. Um, like I said, they strike about 25% of the time. He's been really, really good at home with 299 ERA to a 25.2% hard contact rate, which is very solid. He's cheap. Um, Josh Cole put out his his Roto Grinders 10 Things to Know article, which I tell you guys to check out. It's free. Um, even if you don't like Roto Grinders or Tout Sites, this guy's good. He's free. And... He, he does a good comparison because if, you, if you, you might know what Woba is, you might think I'm just talking, you know, fucking Latin. But a 289 Woba is the same as the career Woba of Emilio Bonifacio. Just let that sink in. That's how bad 289 Woba is. Not sure. Waka, we, like I mentioned, back-to-back negative point games. He's given it five, four, and three earned runs his last three starts. None of that's ideal. But for $7,400, the K upside, the... Just matchup as a whole. They lose their DH. So Morrison or Duda, pick your poison. Which one's sitting today? It's a very sneaky good matchup. The Rays team total. I think we're still waiting now. It's the fifth lowest at 415. Lefty's 318. Righty's 339 versus Waka. Makes for a very sneaky play. Very, very sneaky at 7,400. I like it a lot tonight. So in this range, I'm actually going to Waka 1, half 2. Uh, McHugh, three, Anderson, four. I like all of them, though. If you don't want to pay up, you can mix and match here. I think you'll have some good success if you mix it. Obviously, mix match the right way. That's common sense. But I think you'll have some pretty decent success there. When you're punting, there's two guys I'll mention. One I like way more than the other. But you got Jason Vargas at 6800 bucks at the Cleveland Indians. Now, that's going to sound funny after Cleveland just beat the snot out of Chris Sale twice now. Twice. They have his number, apparently, which we knew with BVP I read to you. But as a whole on the season, they're much worse versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Vargas, he's averaging 18.3 points a game and four starts versus Cleveland, 18 Ks and 25 and a third. He's been about the same home road this season. He's a, he's a roller coaster ride. He doesn't light the world on fire. He just kind of goes through the motions and does really well when doing so. Um, but we're looking at... A Cleveland team, like, strike out less than 18% versus lefties. Vargas on a huge K rate. Swinging strike rate's pretty high. Ground ball rate's decent. Hard contact's decent. Nothing that jumps off the page at you. Cleveland's team total, 492 is one of the higher ones. Lefties, 352. Righties, 300. You're going to switch a lot of them to the right side. 
He's been doing very, very good versus righties. He's done well against them this season. So the punt play at 6800 bucks, he's worth a dart. He really is. Um, he's got 20, 25-plus point upside. He's also got, I'm going to be beat up and out of a game like Chris Sale real quick. So Vargas at 68. The other punt I like a ton, and we've known A.J. Cole can struggle, but for 6500 bucks, coming off a 14.1-point performance against the Giants where he struck out six, his three starts since being put back in the rotation in August, five, five, and six. Those are his K numbers, which is something I really, really like. Facing a and he's going five or more innings in each start. Facing a Mets team who we've been targeting and will target the rest of the season, I'd say ninety eight percent of the time. He is going to be on that list. They strike out twenty percent of the time right now. That number is going to keep going up as they keep adding these youngsters to the lineup. Their triple A team that is slowly making it to the bigs. All the trades they've made, the fire sale they've had. Um, you got Cole, who, you know, he does walk a ton of guys. That's his problem. He's got a tremendous ground ball rate, a very low hard contact rate. The Mets team total is not available. But lefty's 373, righty's 307. Azdrubal Cabrera is a lefty. I don't know what other lefties they're really going to have off the top of my head because Michael Conforto is likely done for the season. And I love this kid. I hate to see it. These young kids, if you listen to this podcast, you know, around the bases, a lot of the podcasts I do, I, especially talking baseball, I love the young talent we're seeing that's coming up. It's great, and Conforto's one of them. He is a great talent. He's going to be, the way they're trading everybody, he should be the future face of the Mets right now. That's what's happening outside of their pitchers. He's the future offensive face of the Mets, I should say. He messed up his shoulder in a bad, bad way. He couldn't pick up his bat after it happened. He He's done. Likely done for the year, given the Mets don't know how to handle injuries, so they might try to rush him back for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, that's just pure Bubba speculation. But he's done. That's another humongous bat out of that lineup. If Cole goes five, six innings, gives up three, but still strikes out five plus at $6,500, outstanding. Cole, it, Cole, even Vars, but Cole is the main punt I'm looking at. He's a guy I can target with the five-digit guys and still get some bats. He's a guy I can mix in with these $8,400 to $7,400 guys I option and get a ton of bats. If Cole gets blown up, I am totally fine with that because, as I mentioned, a lot of the DraftKings plays are GPP-oriented for me and hit him at 65 with the upside it's a GPP play that opens up bats. Plus, you got to look at the matchups. Baseball is such a difficult game that matchups is the best thing you can look at Spots, matchups, however you want your person to clarify it. But if they don't perform, they don't perform. It is baseball. It is very difficult. Guys that are consistent, it's the reason they get paid the millions upon millions of dollars they get. But 6500 bucks for the upside that Cole has, even if it's 15-plus points, is just outstanding. So Cole won, Vargas 2 on this part. I would love if Cole puts a Weaver-like performance. We had the other night for 6900 where he put up 30-something points. He will put us in the driver's seat because I might have Cole way, way too much tonight. I just, I love the potential there. So up top, Verlander, Granke, Quintana in that order. Down below, or in the middle, Waka, Hap, McHugh, Anderson in that order. And then Cole, Vargas. I like it a lot. Let's dig into the bats, which we are obviously going to have for days and if you guys missed that brawl in Detroit, my goodness, check out Around Bases Pod or the Sports DGens. They retweeted it. We're all one big happy family. It is run by the Sports DGens. But uh, Gary Sanchez stays hot. We'll see if he gets suspended in the future. Who from the Yankees and Tigers? Big Miggy 
He might not be hitting baseballs, but he sure knows how to throw them blows. He got at it. That was a brawl for the ages. It was one of the better ones we've seen in a while. I'll say that much. So Gary Sanchez, 5,200 against Ariel Miranda, the lefty. El Gary, this guy is amazing. If you're going to pay for catcher, he's worth it. It's an expensive tag, but against in that matchup versus Miranda, I love it a ton. The next closest guy is 3,900. It's Alex Avila against Jared Eikhoff. When you're looking at the Cubbies, they have a high total of 485. Lefties, 355, or 353. Righties, 282. So Avila at 39 is in play at that tag. Um, as Ronnie Grandal, I told you Anderson throws a lot of fastballs, gives up a lot of fly balls. He's a big time fly ball pitcher, but he's a reverse split. So keep that in mind. We know Grandal hits righties very, very well. So if you want to go that right, it's fine. But just be careful of the reverse splits in that matchup. A guy I do like JT Rio Muto at 37 versus Alex Wood. Um, it's a pitcher's ballpark, so it's not as ideal. Like right now, we're going to look at it's just a matchup thing. It's just like looking at pitchers. Rio Muto's in a great matchup against a pitcher, but the ballpark's not there. So if you kind of make a spreadsheet on pros and cons, it's like one to one. It's a really good spot. The matchup outweighs the ballpark, but you know, we might find a better spot as we go down. Um, but still, 37 for Rio Muto, not horrible. I like to save at catcher tonight especially, but a guy like Chris Iannetta who hits lefties very, very well, you're facing Ty Block. Sure, Ty Block has limited the hard contact of late. As a whole, though, when you're a guy that has a... Uh, where'd he go? Has a strikeout rate of 12% of the time versus right-handed pitchers, and you're in chase field Coors Light, this is not good for morale. Not good at all. That means you're having a lot of balls put in play in one of the livelier ballparks in all of baseball. Uh, the D-backs have the second highest total at 5.31. Lefties 266. Righties 332 versus tie block. Um, Ionetta at 35 is a very good play tonight. Probably the top play outside of Gary so far. If you're not paying up, he's my top price guy at the catcher's position. As we scroll down, we look at... You can look at Mike Zanino and his power versus Sabathia at 33, but it's that ballpark's built for left-handed power more than right-handed. So, again, if you're looking at your pros and cons, there's that. But it is CC. Um, the Mariners. Where'd they go? God, I can't see anything. They really blurry to me. 446 total. Lefties 287. Righties 316 or CC. Farther down the list. You're looking at James McCann went deep yesterday. I know he's facing a righty in uh, Miguel Gonzalez, but 31's not horrible. He's been hitting really well versus both sides of the plate. Um, Caleb Joseph versus Porcello at 3K. If Joseph gets to start, Porcello throws a boatload of fastballs. So he can hang one. But then, you know, we mentioned um, Ionetta, another guy I like a lot in Cincinnati. Um, we've been targeting him a lot lately. He's been playing really, really well. Averaging five points his last 10. Got seven points yesterday. 7 7 7 11 his last four. That's outstanding. He's at home against Ivan Nova at $3,000. Tucker Barnhart. And the Reds have a 4 7 4 total. Righty's 300. Lefty's 356. <clears throat> Barnhart's a switch hitter. Very good spot for him against Nova for 3K. Another guy to target tonight. Um, You know, other than that, nothing really jumping off the pace. I guess Cameron Rupp at 29 versus Quintana if you want. Um, Chris Herno, 
No, no, no. Maybe Matt Wieters at 28 if you want to be weird versus DeGrom. Alfaro for the Phillies at 27 versus Quintana. It's something to think about. As you scroll down farther, looking for your punts for you, and I'm not really seeing t- nothing I'm really in love with. Maybe the lineups will sway me. Sometimes I'm not in love with them, but then to get different bats in the lineup, I'll say, I'll, in my head, I'll say, okay, we'll go this route. Like, you know, Centeno is 2,100 for the Astros versus Bridwell. Say Rafi Lopez gets the start for Toronto. He's 2K. He's a left-handed bat versus Bartolo Colon. This is actually a really good play. The more I look at it now, I'm glad I scrolled down here. Um, he had 16 points of the homers last time out. Zero prior to that. Seven prior to that. Four. He's $2,000. If he gets a zero, he gets a zero. Who gives a rear end? He's been starting almost every day. Left-handed bat against Bartolo Colon in a good hitter's ballpark in Toronto. Rafi Lopez at 2K is the punt at the catcher's position. Might be the punt of the night. Um, a zero at 2K does not kill you at all. It sucks, but it doesn't kill you. And he's got upside against Bartolo. That's 2K for – for that's, that's a really good play. Going to first base, Goldschmidt at 5,600 versus Ty Block is just – that's – if you can pay 5,600 and you want to pay it at one position, we haven't gone through them all yet, but Goldschmidt will be in the top options indeed. After Goldie, you got Votto at 55 versus Nova. Again, outstanding spot. Left-handed back, great hitter's ballpark versus Nova. You got Rizzo at 54 versus Eikhoff and another great hitter's part. Um, Freeman at 51. Freeman just hasn't been doing it. I love Freeman. Would I be surprised if Freeman went bananas? Never. He's such a great hitter. He is still averaging nine points his last 10 games. He's gone 14, 12, 5, 15 his last four. So he's just doing it quietly, I guess. I play him a lot. just don't notice him just going nuts like I notice these other guys. He's 51 versus Bettis in Atlanta. It's a great spot. So... Those guys above 5K are all in awesome spots as expected. You got Encarnacion versus Lefty Vargas. Vargas has been a million times better versus righties this year than ever. Encarnacion still loves his lefties at 46 for GPP. I could look that direction. Justin Smoke at 44 versus Big Bart is a great play. That's a great price tag because he's got just as much upside as those guys in the top 5K range. And he's 4400 bucks. Uh, Toronto's team total is 516, third highest on the slate. Righty's 326, lefty's 350 off Bartolo. So Justin Smoke at 4400 bucks, very, very much in play. Toronto, if they're going to be priced down like this compared to the other upper echelon, quote-unquote, players, they're very much going to be in play. Uh, Josh Bell, his left-handed bat versus Stevenson in Cincinnati, he makes for a good GPP play. I do mention Bell a lot just because he has the upside. You know, he's you know back-to-back zero games within a 10 a 7, a 23, a 4, 13, 11, a 20. He's averaging almost 10 points a game his last 10. In that hitter-friendly ballpark in Cincinnati, they have a 4.76 total. Lefty's 381, righty's 373 versus Robert Stevenson. The Pirates could be one of those quiet, sneaky stacks, mini stacks, definite one-offs. Josh Bell's in a phenomenal spot, and he'll get overlooked because, like I said, smokes $100 more. You have a couple guys down below that'll be, you know, quote-unquote in better spots. Josh Bell's in a phenomenal spot. Cincinnati, the Great American Small Park, against the guy that gets crushed by lefties and righties. Gives up a lot of power to these guys. Josh Bell at 43 should not go overlooked. Neither should some, a lot of these Pirates we will talk about. Because this, we know they have a very inconsistent offense, an offense that disappoints. But they also have an offense with power. Marte's back, McCutcheon. We'll go through it all. But there's, there's this is an interesting play with the Pirates against Stevenson. Because most will look to go the lefties of Sensi against Nova, and rightfully so. Game stack could be in play. What was the total? The total's got to be what 10, 10 and a half in this game. 
Pittsburgh since. He's only nine and a half. Surprising. Very surprising. Uh, after that, you know, Thames been, can't pay for Thames right now. Uh, Chris Davis versus Porcello at 39 for some power potential. Um, Yearly Gurriel versus the righty Bridwell at 38. Our boy Reese Hoskins, if you're going below 4K, I said I knew, we know we like Quintana. Reese Hoskins, 3800 bucks. His tremendous power versus the uh, left-handed pitching. He had 23 more points last night, or yesterday, with another dong. Um, he's averaging 14.6 his last 10 games. The kid just crushes the baseball. Um, obviously, if you've been listening to this, you know how much I like him. If you look at, um, they had a stat on him here real quick. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Sorry, this is great radio. Just bear with me on this one. I have so many pages. Oh, there you go. He has eight homers in his first 15 games. Um, he's also 16.4% walk rate to an only 16.4% strikeout rate, which is tremendous because he was a bigger strikeout guy in the past. So it makes him a very good GPP play versus Quintana. I mentioned some of the Phillies will be good, you know, one-offs, mini stacks against him. So Reese Hoskins at 38 is a guy tonight. Mitch Moreland has heated up of late. If you want to go that route, he double donged yesterday for 35 points, averaging 9.2 his last 10 back-to-back double-digit games. At home against Jeremy Hellboy Hellickson, the Red Sox are red hot. Hottest or highest total on the board at 532. Lefty's 331, righty's 308 versus Hellickson. So Moreland at 36, if you're paying down, does have value. Depending on which Tampa Bay guy do to or Lomo at 36, I'd, I'd pay for more than just because they've been struggling so much. But if you think Walker gets beat up, there's your play. Nicky Delmonico now is first base up. That's interesting. I like that. First base outfield. Um, Louis Valbuena, 3,500 versus Colin McHugh. If you're fading McHugh, you're looking at these guys. I do like McHugh. Lefty's 348, righty's 331. McHugh's 35. Poolhouse has shown power late at 35. Balbuena's first base, third base. If you're looking that way, Will Myers, cheap price tag. We know he's been very inconsistent this year. The um, Padres have a team total of 396, which is low. Lefty's 333, righty's 325 versus Adam Conley. Will Myers, 3500 bucks. He gets on base. He can steal. He's averaging seven points his last 10. Interesting play there. Matt Olson versus Nick Martinez at $3,400 is a tremendous power play. First base outfield eligible. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Nick Martinez, fly ball Nick. It's a better pitching park for him. He's not in Texas, thank goodness. But um, Anaheim against, no, it's not Anaheim, uh, Oakland. Oakland, where'd you go? Well, we're waiting on Oakland. But lefty's 395, righty's 335 off Nick Martinez. So pitching in Oakland, hitter friendly or pitcher friendly ballpark, but uh, Matt Olson for thirty four hundred that power, big time stuff there against Nicky Martinez. As you stroll down, we look for the value. Kendrick Morales has been horrible, but he's thirty one hundred versus Cologne. He could easily run into one. Um, other than that, nothing really stands out down here. Maybe Tommy Joseph at twenty nine, maybe Dominic Smith at twenty nine versus Cole AJ Cole for some power. But he strikes out a ton also, so it's it's all or nothing there. Mitch Garver gets to start for Minnesota. He's first base catcher eligible, right-handed bat at 2,600. That's probably where you're looking there. Ryder Jones, 24 versus Granke. I'll look elsewhere. 
Second base, you got Dozier at 51 versus half. We know how much he loves his lefties. Uh, Whip Merrifield at 46, that's okay. I do like Nunez at 46 for Boston. Paul DeYoung or so to Rizzi at 45 is very, very nice. Ian Happ at 45, he went deep yesterday. Another good spot against Eikhoff tonight. Scope with the fastball pitcher and Porcello at 44 is for a GPP play. The Orioles are very much in play. Porcello's all or nothing, so it makes for good GPP plays with Boston. I mean, with Baltimore. Uh, Scooter Jeanette at 41 is a really, really good play versus Ivan Nova. He'll be on some lineups tonight as left-handed bat versus Nova's swinging with that power. Just, just little Scooter keeps getting her done. You got Ruggio Dora at 39 versus Kendall Graveman. Um, Tejas in Oakland tonight. Lefty's 328, righty's 314 off Graveman. Graveman's getting beat up a little bit lately, so keep an eye on that. Odor at 39 has some potential in that matchup. You know, like Neil Walker at 38 versus Maeda is not horrible. Zobrist at 37, second base alpha versus Eikhoff I like a ton. I like that a, a lot, a lot. Uh, Brandon Drury crushes left-handed pitching as much as Brandon Drury can crush pitching. But he hits it really, really well. He's 3500 versus Ty Block. That's a nice mid-price, low-price second base option for you there. Other than that, if you don't like Azrubo Cabrera at 33 versus Cole, you can punt with that. Yomer Sanchez will be starting his 3K versus Verlander if you want to fade Verlander on the road. If you hope road Verlander shows up, there you go. Ryan Goins at 29 versus Bartolo. Nice below 3K target there. He's second base shortstop. Other than that, we will check your lineups and go from there. Third base position will be loaded up top. Machado at 53 is definitely in play. Arenado at 53 versus Tejeron is definitely in play. Beltre at 51. Beltre is just hot. Jake Lambert's block. You don't like Lambert's lefties, but it's tied block. So if you want to go there, you can. I, I probably won't, but you can. Freddie Freeman still somehow third base this long. He's 5,100. Josh Donaldson's my top play. This guy's so hot. He's facing Bartolo Colon. Donaldson at 4,800 bucks. You're saving 500 from Machado. I still like those guys. I might sprinkle them in my lineups, but Donaldson is my high high price guy. I'll be uh, targeting. See if Miguel Sano's back. He's 47 versus Hap. You got uh, Mustakas day to day. He's in a good spot if he plays though. Josh Harrison's 43 versus Robert Stevenson. Don't forget them. Second base, third base eligible. Rafael Devers 4200 versus Hellboy. That's a really nice play. Left-handed bat versus Hellickson for 4,200. A little way farther down the third base list. You have to actually scroll down to find him. Eugenio Suarez, we know we want lefties versus Nova, but he still has good power in that ballpark versus Nova for 42. Other than that, it's going to get real bleak real quick. Brandon Phillips now has third base eligibility. That's nice. Uh, Louis Valbuena, I mentioned him at 35 already. First base, third base eligible. Matt Chapman versus Nick Martinez at 33. Chapman up to 3300 bucks. He has very, very good power versus right-handed pitching. So he's a good low-priced option as well. Um, I guess David Freese if you want to punt at 32. But I don't think I'd, I'd rather pay 33 for Chapman personally. Uh, Mikel Franco's 28 versus Quintana if you're hoping for a random home run dart. Other than that, check the lineups. Heading over to shortstop. Carlos Correa is out. Corey Seager, 4600 bucks for Chase Anderson. That's sneaky nice. Lindor at 45 We do want him from the right side. Got DeYoung. Didi Gregorius loves him some lefties at 45 Keep him on your radar. Jorge Polanco is hot. He's up to $4,400. My goodness. 
He's hot. If you want to keep, if you want to run the hot streak, you can at 45 for Jorge. Beckham's 44. Uh, you got Cozart at 43, which I do like. Gene Sakura versus Sabathia at 4K is very nice. Sakura does hit lefties very well. Um, Eduardo Escobar switch hitting versus Happ at 35. Marvin Gonzalez 35 versus Bridwell. Gonzalez price dropping like a ton of bricks. He's averaging around five points a game in his last 10, so he's slumping in a bad way. So you're getting upside there at least, but he is slumping tremendously. So keep that in mind. It's Drupal Cabrera, 33. You got uh, B. Crot, 32, which I'm not, in lo- I'm not looking to fade Granky. Even if the Giants hit, they hit. I'm not targeting Granky. Uh, other than that, um, oh, Adam Rosales versus the lefty block at 28. That's your play at shortstop. Even if he, just in matchup alone, he should be priced higher than that. So 2800 bucks for Rosales is a very, very good play at the shortstop position. Other than that, let's take a look at your lineups. Let's head to the outfield and wrapper. Up, you got Stanton, of course, at 57 versus Wood. That's ridiculous. That's about as good as that Goldschmidt play. That's really good. Trout at 55, Blackman at 54 in Atlanta versus Tehran. That's sneaky nice. I love JD Martinez tonight at 5,300 bucks. I love JD almost every night. He's my boy. But against Block in that ballpark at 53, definitely in play. Nelly Cruz versus Sabathia at 51. I'm a big fan of Benintendi at 5K versus Helixson. Those are the big ones I like up top there, but everybody above five is very solid, of course. Ozuna crushes lefties. He's 49. The Grandy Man does hit fastballs very, very well. He's streaking. He's a he's a hot, streaky hitter. 4800 bucks for Chase Anderson. Steep, but it's still not a bad play. Yeah, Suspedis at 47 is not horrible. Justin Upton stays hot. He went deep yesterday. Like I was pretty much saying he would. He's 46. Adam Jones, 46, if you're playing the Baltimore GPP angle. A left-handed bat of Kevin Kiermeyer's walk at 46. Kiermeyer is on fire since coming back from the DL. Again, Aaron Hicks hits lefties really, really well. He's 46 versus Miranda, always overlooked. Schwarber's up to 46 versus Eikhoff, but that has got home run written in, in pencil at least, but it's written. Uh, Mazzara at 45 has got that upside. Ian Happ, 45. A.J. Pollock at 45-ers block is tremendous. Um, Arizona, firmly in play tonight. Firmly. If block shuts him down, tip your cap, you move on. But this is a matchup thing. Uh, Steven Sousa Jr. swinging a really good bat. We know he hits righties way, way better than lefties. So if you want a guy that will be low-owned, Sousa at 43 is a little bit of a – it's a gamble, but it's got a good upside to it. Dexter Fowler at 43 has got a pretty pretty solid play as well. Gatota Rizzi, Duvall at 43 versus Nova. As we scroll some more, you got the likes of uh, Matt Joyce at 42. That's too much for Joyce. I don't care if you dicks Nick Martinez deep. That's too much. Too much money. Andrew McCutcheon at 41 versus Robert Stevenson. I do like that. Uh, Ender Inciarte leading off at 41. Definitely there. Byron Buxton, he went deep yesterday. He's 4000 His price has dropped, and he keeps hitting. He's averaging 12 points his last 10. I do like Buxton at 4K versus half. Even if it's a one-off, you get on steel, power, whole cha-cha. Scott Shebler and his left-handed bat versus Nova. Since coming back from the DL, he's slowly heating up. Uh, he's averaging about six points now his last 10. Slowly getting there. He's gone deep a couple times. So Shebler at 4K, good low-owned GPP angle of uh, Sensi because a lot of guys will be looking at those big bats. Shebler should get overlooked. So Billy Hamilton at 39, I like that a ton. 
Somehow, K with the Chris Davis, who's the GPP home run monster, is only 39 versus Nick Martinez. That's a great GPP one-off. So, uh, as always, Oakland is cheap again. Uh, Reese Hoskins, remember his first base outfield eligible at 38. Ben Zobers at 37. I do like a ton. Roger Davis isn't bad at 36, but he probably won't start. He's going to be a fourth, fifth outfielder for Boston now. Forgot he got traded until right now. Uh, Gritchick at 36 for some power versus Odorizzi. A guy we do like, his price tag has skyrocketed. We were getting him in the 2Ks. He's averaging 7.6 a game, 15 his last game. Left-handed bat of Boog Powell. Going up against Nick Martinez, Boog at 3,600 is in play. Like that quite a bit. As we scan around some more, Yasiel Puig at 36 isn't horrible. Nick Markakis at 36 has some tremendous upside in that matchup versus Bettis. C. Dick at 35 for a one-off, maybe. Colin McHugh, or Cole Calhoun against Colin McHugh at 35, I do like. Especially if he's hitting in the middle of that order. Jason Hayward at 35 versus Eikhoff is not bad either. Down the list we go. Brandon Geyer versus Lefty and Vargas at 34. Even though Vargas is better than righties, just keep that in mind. Jose Bautista, 3,400 versus Big Sexy. Isn't horrible. Uh, I mentioned Matt Olson at 3,400. Do like that quite a bit. Jesse Winker, a cheap Cincinnati bat at 3,400. Manny Margot's right-handed bat versus Conley at 34. I like that quite a bit. Uh, I mean, Perel is going to be really cheap. That's that's kind of nice. Hunter Renfro, he's been just slumping crazily. But you know the power versus lefties, 3,300. I'd probably look elsewhere, but I wouldn't be shocked if I saw at the end of the night he had a homer. I'll tell you that much. Um, Derek Fisher's down to 3,100 versus Bridwell. That's a good spot for him to help you out. Uh, John Jay's down to 3K. If he's leading off versus Eikhoff, I like that a ton. 3K in a lineup where they should score some runs against Eikhoff in that ballpark. That's a very, very good low-priced play there. Uh, let's find our boy Perel and then send her home. Nemo should be leading off for the Mets. He hasn't been doing much of anything, but he's twenty eight hundred bucks. Left handed leadoff roll versus Cole. Something to you know think about if you want to be different. Where is our boy Perella? Did I go? Oh, there he is, Jose Perella, twenty four hundred dollars versus Conley. He's batting third in a lineup at twenty four hundred bucks. We've seen the power he brings to the table. And then Drew Robinson told you he was a great punt if he's in the lineup last night. He went deep. Um, he's 2200 bucks. Obviously, he doesn't do that every game, but he's got that potential. So 2200 for Drew. Take a look at the lineups. We'll see what else pops out. That's your bats. Let's recap your pitching. Up top, Verlander, Granke, Quintana in the middle. Waka, Hap, McHugh, Anderson. Down below, Cole, Vargas. Let's take a look at your BVP for the day. Let's get some better samples, hopefully. You know, Danny Valencia is taking CC deep. He does like his lefties. Brian Zimmerman, 5 for 16, two homers off to Grom. Uh, small sample, but it's Drew Cabrera, 4 for 5 with two doubles and a homer off A.J. Cole. Jason Hayward, 3 for 7 with two doubles off Ikoff. Jose Bautista, 6 for 18 with a double and a homer off Bart. Justin Smokes got two doubles and a homer. Kendris Morales with a homer. Eddie Rosario, 2-for-2 two two with a double and a homer off J.A. Happ. Brian Dozier, 3-for-10 with two homers. Mookie Betts, 5-for-5 five five with a double and a homer off Jeremy Hellickson. 
Mitch Moreland, four for seven with a homer. Vasquez and Nunez both taking him deep. Seth Smith, 10 for 25. Three doubles, a triple, and a homer off Porcello. Caleb Joseph, three for eight with a double. Trumbo, nine for 32 with two doubles and three homers. Machado, 10 for 33 with a double and two homers. Chris Davis has taken him deep three times. Adam Jones, three times. Edwin Encarnacion, 8 for 29 with two doubles, two homers off Jason Vargas. Votto, 6 for 20 with four doubles and a homer off Nova. Tucker Barnhart, who I did like, 5 for 12, two doubles. Suarez, 5 for 14, two doubles. Cozart, 3 for 10 with a double. Down the list we go. Josh Bell, 3 for 8 with a double in his matchup for Stevenson. Yellick, 4 for 8 with a homer off Travis Wood. Manny Margot, 1 for 1 with a triple off Conley. Enciarte, 5 for 11 with a double and a triple off Bettis. Marquecas, 5 for 13 with a double. Jonathan Lucroy, 6 for 13 with two doubles off Teheron. Blackman's taking him deep. Tyler Saladino, 5 for 10 with two doubles off Verlander. Abreu, 12 for 33 with two doubles and four home runs off Verlander. So Abreu could be a nice one-off to fade Verlander if you're not stacking, which you shouldn't stack, but you never know. He is bad on the road, so he might get blown up tonight. Stack if you wish. But Abreu could be a nice one-off there. Castellanos versus Miguel Gonzalez, 6 for 14, two doubles and a homer. Justin Upton, 5 for 13, two doubles and a homer. Miggy Cabrera, 9 for 22, two doubles and a homer. Alex Presley, 4 for 12, a double and a homer. Andrew Romine, 4 for 14 with a triple. Jose Iglesias, 10 for 25 with three doubles. They like Miguel Gonzalez. As we scroll, the Rays, it's limited samples, but the Rays have struggled insanely against Michael Walker. Clip of buck 67 average. Um, your D-backs will be small samples versus tie block, but Adam Rizal is one for one with a homer. David Peralta, one for one with a double. Pollock, one for one with a double. J.D. Martinez, one for three with a double. Nick Hundley, 5 for 16 with two doubles off Granke. You got Pence, two homers. Span, 14 for 49 with two doubles, a triple and a homer. Posey, 12 for 39 with a double. If you feel like fading them, they have some history at least. Sensu, two, two for six, the homer off Graveman. Elvis Andrews, 5 for 13, two doubles. Beltre's taking him deep. Uh, Trout, 6 for 21, two doubles, a triple, two homers off McHugh. Pujol, 7 for 22 with a homer. Anderson Simmons, 4 for 14, double and a triple. Calhoun, who I did like, 10 for 32, two doubles. Adrian Gonzalez, 8 for 15, two doubles and a homer off Anderson. Turner, Gonzalez, Utley, and Puig have taken Anderson deep. Grandal has taken him deep three times. That'll do it for your BVP, and that'll do it for MLB DFS Quick Hits. Uh, check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. you got Around the Bases, episode 26, with Liz Rocher talking Phillies and so much more. Check that out. we got Bench with Bubba, episode 48, with Matt, Mo- or, yeah, Matt Modica. 49, with Mike Wohler talking IDP. Episode 50 dropped yesterday with Big Buck Snow Whammy talking season-long DFS, all kinds of fantasy football strategy, players, the works. Check that out. Really good stuff to help you with your drafts this weekend. Doc had his latest uh, pod with the Saturday Edge, talking Pac-12 and the Super 5 Conference. We got Mayweather, McGregor coming up this weekend. We will have a uh, you know a, a sports DJs picks piece on that. We got NASCAR this weekend, soccer this weekend, tons going on. I probably missed stuff. Um, Richards breakout players in the NFL. So much to check out. So check us out thesportsdjs.com. Check me out on Twitter at BDintrick to help you out with your lineups. 
But good luck tonight. Enjoy your weekend. This was your 15-game slate on Friday. MLB DFS Quick Hits, August 25th edition. I'm out.